0: Insurance actuaries have calculated the odds of a person going to the market and returning home alive. There are odds. Much of the time, death comes without notice, and it reaches across all demographic lines at will. Hebrews 9, verse 27, and as it is appointed unto men once to die, but after this the judgment. Everyone has an appointment with death. One could argue that the verse just quoted refers to death in general and not a particular moment. But I submit that the God of your DNA, the God of exactitude, has each of our names posted on a calendar, the year, the month, the day, and even the second. After death there is the judgment and finally the eternal outcome of our choices. Psalm 7, verse 11, God judgeth the righteous— and God is angry with the wicked every day. Revelation 14:9 through 12 speaks of the last days, the days that have come upon us, and speaks of the dreaded mark of the beast. And the third angel followed them saying with a loud voice, if any man worship the beast and his image and receive his mark, in his forehead, or in his hand, the same shall drink of the wine of the wrath of God, which is poured out without mixture into the cup of his indignation. And he shall be tormented with fire and brimstone, in the presence of the holy angels, and in the presence of the Lamb. And the smoke of their torment ascendeth up for ever and ever. And they have no rest, day nor night, who worship the beast and his image." And whosoever receiveth the mark of his name. Here is the patience of the saints. Here are they that keep the commandments of God and the faith of Jesus. Jesus describes a way, the only way, to escape the wrath of an angry God and reveals it to the world for the first time in John 3, 3. Jesus answered and said unto him, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, Except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Have you yet to be born again? Born again means exactly as it is written. You were born the first time as the son or daughter of Mr. and Mrs. so-and-so. When you are born again, you are born a second time born of the Spirit, and are the son or daughter of God. Imagine, the fear of death is swallowed up in one single Holy Ghost gulp. Jesus said in John eleven twenty five and 26, Jesus said unto her, I am the resurrection and the life. He that believeth in me, though he were dead, yet shall he live. And whosoever liveth and believeth in me shall never die. Believest thou this? In just a few moments, the opportunity to be born again and to gain the marvelous promise of eternal life will be extended to you. In a simple prompt, the door to the greatest miracle man can know will be opened to you. Follow from your heart, and today, all your sin and shame will be washed away by Christ's cleansing blood. Follow from your heart, and today, all of Satan's bondages in your life will be broken the bigger the better. Today, you will become brand spanking new. Today, your eternal soul is in your own hands. Here is the simple prompt I promised. The door of eternal marvels is opening for you right now. Click on the further with Jesus for childlike instructions and immediate entry into the kingdom of God. Now for today's subject. God said Matthew 24, 32 through 44. Now learn a parable of the fig tree, when branch branches yet tender and putteth forth leaves, ye know the summer is nigh. So likewise ye, when ye shall see all these things, know that it is near even at the doors. Verily I say unto you, This generation shall not pass, till all these things be fulfilled. Heaven and earth shall pass away, but my words shall not pass away. But of that day and hour knoweth no man, no, not the angels of heaven, but my Father only. But as the days of Noah were, so shall also the coming of the Son of Man be. For as in the days that were before the flood, they were eating and drinking, marrying and giving in marriage, until the day that Noah entered into the ark, and knew not until the flood came and took them all away, so shall also the coming of the Son of Man be. Then shall two be in the field. The one shall be taken, and the other left. Two women shall be grinding at the mill." the one shall be taken, and the other left. Watch ye therefore, for ye know not what hour your Lord doth come. But know this, that if the goodman of the house had known in what watch the thief would come, he would have watched, and would not have suffered his house to be broken up. Therefore be ye also ready, for in such an hour as ye think not, the Son of Man cometh." God said, Matthew chapter 24, uh, twenty-four, excuse me, verse twenty-one, for then shall be great tribulation, such as was not since the beginning of the world to this time, no, nor ever shall be. God said, Revelation sixteen thirteen through sixteen, and I saw three unclean spirits like frogs come out of the mouth of the dragon, and out of the mouth of the beast, and out of the mouth of the false prophet. For they are the spirits of devils, working miracles, which go forth unto the kings of the earth and of the whole world to gather them to the battle of that great day of God Almighty. Behold, I come as a thief. Blessed is he that watcheth and keepeth his garments, lest he walk naked and they see his shame. And he gathered them together into a place called in the Hebrew tongue, Armageddon. Man said, these doomsday prophets make me laugh. There is no end to this world and certainly no judgment day. Now the record, welcome to God Said, Man Said feature 1079 that will once again contend for the magnificent beauty and inerrancy of God's beautiful book. All of these dynamic features are archived here in text and streaming audio for your edification and as weapons by which to knock down the gates of hell and set captive souls free. Every Thursday eve, God willing, they grow by one. Thank you for visiting. When you walk in childlike faith, today is the best day of your life, and tomorrow will be better. Those who frequent God Said Man Said are familiar with the 180 principle. A circle has 360 degrees and at the 180 degree mark you sit at opposites, exact opposites. This 180 principle is clearly displayed in two spiritual camps, God versus Satan. Consider these examples of the 180 principle. God is light, Satan is darkness. God is yes, Satan is no. God is love, Satan is hate. God is faith, Satan is fear. God is forgiveness, Satan is bitterness, grudges, and unforgiveness. God is life. Satan is death. Note these are all the same type of measure, but at opposite ends of the yardstick. God is one, Satan 36. We are approaching the end of the world, even doomsday itself, and the 180 principle will be so glaringly obvious to those with eyes to see. It is possible that we have entered the final seven years of this world as we know it. It is possible that we have already begun the final seven years known to the saints as the Great Tribulation Period. Jesus speaks of it in Matthew twenty four twenty one, For then shall be great tribulation, such as was not since the beginning of the world to this time, no, nor ever shall be. The Great Tribulation leads up to the very dreaded Battle of Armageddon. Armageddon will be fought in Israel, and this is where the world ends as it is known. Revelation 16:13 through 16 And I saw three unclean spirits like frogs come out of the mouth of the dragon, and out of the mouth of the beast, and out of the mouth of the false prophet. For they are the spirits of devils, working miracles, which go forth unto the kings of the earth and of the whole world to gather them to the battle of that great day of God Almighty." Behold, I come as a thief. Blessed is he that watcheth and keepeth his garments, lest he walk naked and they see his shame. And he gathered them together into a place called in the Hebrew tongue, Armageddon. Globally, things will be dire. A battle is raging against the Jewish nation, and it appears for them all is lost. All the nations of the earth have converged against her, possibly in the form of an agency such as the United Nations. This agency has functioned in warlike capacities in the past. A structure to fulfill the biblical prophecy actually exists. According to the prophecies in Zechariah leading up to Armageddon, all of Israel is lost, and all that is left to the Jewish people is half of Jerusalem, and .666 of the Israelites have been slain. Zechariah 13, verses 8 and 9, And it shall come to pass... That in all the land, saith the Lord, two parts therein shall be cut off and die, but the third shall be left therein. And I will bring the third part through the fire, and will refine them as silver is refined, and will try them as gold is tried. They shall call on my name, and I will hear them. I will say, It is my people, and they shall say, The Lord is my God. Zechariah fourteen one through 4 and verse 12. Behold, the day of the Lord cometh, and thy spoil shall be divided in the midst of thee. For I will gather all nations against Jerusalem to battle, and the city shall be taken, and the houses rifled, and the women ravished, and half of the city shall go forth into captivity, and the residue of the people shall not be cut off from the city. Then shall the Lord go forth and fight against those nations, as when he fought in the day of battle." And his feet shall stand in that day upon the Mount of Olives, which is before Jerusalem on the east. And the Mount of Olives shall cleave in the midst thereof toward the east and toward the west. And there shall be a very great valley, and half of the mountain shall remove toward the north, and half of it toward the south. And this shall be the plague, wherewith the Lord will smite all the people that have fought against Jerusalem. Their flesh shall consume away while they stand upon their feet, and their eyes shall consume away in their holes, and their tongues shall consume away in their mouth. Jesus Christ will return with all his saints at the battle of Armageddon. As he sets his foot down on the Mount of Olives, an earthquake so potent will occur that it will devastate the entire earth stars will be falling from the skies like figs, mountains will fall down flat, and islands, which are simply the tops of mountains, will disappear. Jesus said in Matthew twenty-four thirty-seven through 39, But as the days of Noah were, so shall also the coming of the Son of Man be. For as in the days that were before the flood, they were eating and drinking, marrying and giving in marriage, until the day that Noah entered into the ark, and knew not until the flood came and took them all away so shall also the coming of the son of man be geologists theorize that the mountain ranges formed as tectonic plates pressed against each other and buckled upward forming mountain ranges christian geologists believe these events happened in mass during the global flood in the days of noah it appears that tectonic plates will move in mass again just like in the days of Noah, but in reverse. During the seven years leading up to this event, vast numbers of the world's population will be destroyed by various plagues, catastrophes, pestilences, famines, wars, and more, and this final judgment of God will wipe out an unimaginable swath of the world's remaining population. Imagine In addition to the instant death of the people in the immediate area of the collapsing mountains and those living on the disappearing islands, tsunamis, possibly thousands of feet high, striking the highly populated global coastlines, driving inland hundreds of miles, will destroy everything in their wake. Jesus said in Luke 21, 25 through 27, And there shall be signs in the sun and in the moon and in the stars. And upon the earth distress of nations with perplexity, the sea and the waves roaring, men's hearts failing them for fear and for looking after those things which are coming on the earth, for the powers of heaven shall be shaken, and they shall and then shall they see the Son of Man coming in a cloud with power and great glory. It is absolutely true that no man knows the exact time of Christ's return, not even Jesus himself. Only the Father knows this exact moment, but we are commanded to follow the signs. Jesus gives this ominous command in Mark thirteen thirty-seven. And what I say unto you, I say unto all. Watch. It is possible that we are in the final seven-year countdown. The end draws dangerously close for this world. But for the bloodbought it could not be brighter. Think of the 180. Things are moving quickly the weekly publication called The Week uh, is in part a compilation of current news fielded from various global publications. In its October 22, 2021 feature, there are various reports depicting the current global situation. The U.S. is a major global leader, and the choices she makes often influence the decisions of other governments. Presently in the U.S., the Progressive Democratic Party is in control of most of the levers of governance, and they, in league with the world's other progressives, are aggressively pushing forth the agenda of the Antichrist and without apology. In America, a major political effort of these progressives is to defund the police. However, this is backfiring into chaos, crime, and deadly consequences. Keep in mind, the M.O. of the Antichrist is to steal, kill, and destroy— Jesus said in John 10, 10, the thief cometh not but for to steal and to kill and to destroy. I am come that they might have life and that they might have it more abundantly. Note the 180. The headline in the week reads, New York City Lawless. The article follows. Detainees are running entire units of the Rikers Island jail complex. A New York Times investigation found this week. Since the beginning of the year, 12 detainees have died at Rikers, which currently houses 4,800 prisoners, most still awaiting trial. In parts of the jail, detainees decide who can enter and leave, answer staff phones and steal keys, freeing accomplices to commit slashings and other attacks. On September 16, a detainee hijacked an unguarded bus with the key still left in the ignition and rammed it into the jail building. Rikers is battling mass absenteeism at times, with a third of the 8,000 guards failing to show up for work. After being charged with a probation violation, detainee Richard Brown was taken to an area run by the inmates last month and went two days without eating because detainees controlled food distribution. Brown says he's haunted by the screams of a man he saw get badly beaten up. That's worse than any torture chamber, end of quote expect to see law enforcement no-go zones to multiply. It's not new. It's been going on since the garden of eden, it's satan's effort to replace god. Today this effort is commonly known as the cancel culture, and its ultimate goal is to cancel Jesus Christ. Consider these examples. Christopher Columbus, whose first name means Christ-bearer, once was considered a global hero. Today, he is considered a despot whose monuments must be torn down. The Puritans and Thanksgiving have been defaced. There is a call for the words in God we trust to be struck from U.S. currency, biblical references on public monuments to be removed, and even the Pledge of Allegiance, particularly the statement under God, is under fire. The progressive have canceled the sacred, God-ordained marriage between man and women and insisted upon the inclusion of same-sex marriages. The progressives are also canceling the boy-girl biological body parts each person is born with as they globally drive the LGBTQ123 agenda. Our children are being bombarded from cartoons to kindergarten and on, subliminally and overtly, creating colossal confusion of face. The results of this effort are ruin of the highest order. Satan's M.O. is to steal, kill, and destroy. Consider this paragraph from the article in the week, Sacramento Progressive Victories. California adopted a law last week requiring large department stores to display toys and other kids' products in gender-neutral ways. The toy law, which takes effect in 2024, mandates that stores with at least 500 employees display a reasonable selection of toys and other child care products in a gender-neutral section, regardless of whether they have been traditionally marketed for either girls or boys, end quote. It came on the back of a bat. In Leviticus and Deuteronomy, God commands humanity not to eat a bat, to not even touch its carcass, but man knew better. Now man's wisdom is a global pandemic called COVID-19, and it's just in time for the Great Tribulation period and a dress rehearsal for the Mark of the Beast— Revelation thirteen sixteen through eighteen, and he causeth all, both small and great, rich and poor, free and bond to receive a mark, in their right hand or in their foreheads, and that no man might buy or sell, save he that had the mark, or the name of the beast, or the number of his name. Here is wisdom, let him that hath understanding count the number of the beast, for it is the number of a man, and his number is six hundred, three score and six. The similarities are obvious. The headline in the week reads, COVID getting more efficient, an excerpt follows. Newer variants of the coronavirus may be infecting far more people than the original strain because they have evolved to spread more efficiently through the air. That's the conclusion of two new studies in airborne transmission, reports the New York Times, end of quote. Economic hard times are on the horizon and the bat will lead in a myriad of ways from its dramatic weakening of global economies to worker shortages as a result of COVID-related policies to supply, uh, supply chain breakdowns and so much more. It's surely true, Galatians 6, 7 reads, Be not deceived, God is not mocked, for whatsoever man soweth, that shall he also reap. Excerpts from the article energy crisis nations struggle to keep the lights on found in the week follow an unprecedented energy crunch is sweeping much of the world said the global times in an editorial as the pandemic recedes and global manufacturing ramps up energy demand has skyrocketed as has the price of oil natural gas and coal lebanon went completely dark for 24 hours this week after its biggest power stations ran out of fuel and its whole grid failed, and power companies in Europe, India, and the U.S. are warning there could be outages in the months ahead. Some Chinese provinces are already suffering rolling blackouts, with companies rationing the use of factory equipment and instructing workers to take the stairs, not the elevator. India, would love to increase production, said V. Ramusarma and the Hans India, but it's not so easy. More than half of India's 135 coal-fired power plants are running on fumes because an intense monsoon season swamped coal mines with rain and blocked key transport arteries with landslides. Importing coal is not an option since demand from China has driven global prices to record highs, with a 40% increase through August and September. The price of both oil and cooking gas are also up about 60% this year, and ordinary Indians are desperately trying to buy alternative fuel sources such as cow dung and firewood. Europe is heading into winter with households paying five times the usual rate for natural gas the main heating source. Usually the blame is placed on exporter Russia for high prices, but not this time. Last year's unusually cold winter drained gas reserves, and Germany has been phasing out nuclear power. The renewables that are meant to replace those sources aren't yet up to the task. Wind turbines, for example, didn't produce as expected in a year without much wind, end of quote. I'm reminded of Revelation 7, verse 1. And after these things, I saw four angels standing on the four corners of the earth, holding the four winds of the earth, that the wind should not blow on the earth, nor on the sea, nor on any tree. Scarcity of goods, driven by supply chain breakdowns, as is the case in the automotive industry with their missing chips, and now droughts, natural catastrophes, shortages of farming fertilizer, oil prices threatening $100 a barrel, and 136 nations agreeing on a 15% minimum global tax on corporations will result in price escalations of biblical proportions. Revelation 6, 5, and 6. And when he had opened a third seal, I heard the third beast say, Come and see. And I beheld and lo, a black horse, and he that sat on him had a pair of balances in his hand. And I heard a voice in the midst of the four beasts say, A measure of wheat for a penny, and three measures of barley for a penny, and see thou hurt not the oil and the wine. A measure of wheat is enough to make one loaf of bread, and a penny was a day's wages, Matthew chapter 20. According to Matthew 20, a biblical workday is twelve hours. If the average daily wage was $12 per hour, a loaf of bread would cost $144. The black horse is on the way. The Week reports this headline. Economy. Prices rise at highest rate in decades. The full article follows. The pace of inflation sped up again in September as consumer prices rose faster than expected, said Jeff Cox in CNBC.com. The Labor Department reported this week that the price of ordinary goods rose four-tenths of a percent for the month and 5.4 percent over the same period a year ago, the highest jump since 1991. Consumers are increasingly feeling the effects as the cost of meat is up 12 percent since last year and gas prices have shot up 42 percent. The International Monetary Fund warned the Federal Reserve this week to prepare contingency plans to counter inflation, end of quote. How about this headline? China's escalating threats to Taiwan. Here are some sobering excerpts. China stepped up its campaign of military threats and incendiary rhetoric to, uh, toward Taiwan this week, sparking a renewed debate in Washington over how to deter a possible Chinese invasion of the U.S.'s democratic ally. As Beijing sent waves of 150 fighter jets and bombers across the Taiwan Straits into Taiwan's self-defense identification zone, the Wall Street Journal revealed that U.S. Marines have been on the ground in Taiwan for at least a year, training troops to repel an invasion. Xi Jinping, Chinese leader, and China now face serious economic problems, says Dean Cheng in the New York Post. Many Chinese are experiencing power outages— as winter approaches due to coal shortage. China also faces a crisis in its debt-addled real estate market. After the collapse of developer Evergrande, leaving millions of Chinese high and dry and resentful, all as things grow worse, Xi may ratchet up his nationalistic saber-rattling to help mute critics and reinforce his own standing. Beware, a wounded dragon is a dangerous one. End quote. Could we be counting on our fingers to the world-devastating battle of Armageddon? Only time will tell. Situations are all pointing down for the world. But remember, children of God, we are not of this world. Remember the 180. What is terrible for the world is marvelous for the children of God. Guiding verses for what's ahead would include Romans 8:28, And we know that all things work together for good to them that love God, to them who are the called according to His purpose. 1st Thessalonians 5:18 And everything give thanks for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. Imagine even the antichrist himself will work marvelously to our good. 2nd Thessalonians chapter 2:1 through 4 Now we beseech you brethren by the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ and by our gathering together unto him that ye be not soon shaken in mind, or be troubled, neither by spirit, nor by word, nor by letter, as from us, as that the day of Christ is at hand. Let no man deceive you by any means, for that day shall not come, except there come a falling away first, and that man of sin be revealed, the son of perdition, who opposeth and exalteth himself above all that is called God, or that worship, so that he, as God, sitteth in the temple of God, showing himself that he is God. During the window of time, the Antichrist goes into the temple to confess himself to be God. The glorious great taking up of the church takes place, where the born again rise up to meet Jesus Christ in the clouds, and so shall we ever be with the Lord. The sooner the Antichrist shows up, the sooner the saints shout, Hallelujah! Surely following is the world-ending battle of Armageddon, deadly terrible for the earth's inhabitants, but magnificently glorious for the children of God. Christ Jesus returns to finish the score. He lands on the Mount of Olives with all his saints with him and destroys the armies of the world who are moving in to annihilate the remainder of the Jewish people. All the enemies of good are destroyed, and Satan is cast into the bottomless pit. The born again reign and rule with Christ for a thousand years. Think one eighty. God's word teaches everything is for our sakes. Even Satan himself brings on the resistance that perfects the sons and daughters of God. Second Corinthians four fifteen. For all things are for your sakes that the abundant grace might through the thanksgiving of many redound to the glory of God. First Corinthians three nineteen through twenty three. For the wisdom of this world is foolishness with God, for it is written, He taketh the wise in their own craftiness. And again, the Lord knoweth the thoughts of the wise, that they are vain. Therefore let no man glory in men, for all things are yours, whether Paul, or Apollos, or Cephas, or the world, or life, or death, or things present, or things to come, all are yours, and ye are Christ, and Christ is God's. The world is heading for a very dark and deadly end, but it could not be brighter for the children of God. Press on, saints. Our brightest days are ahead of us. Think 180. God said, Matthew 24:32 through 44. Now learn a parable of the fig tree. When his branches yet tender and porteth forth leaves, ye know that summer is nigh. So likewise ye, when ye shall see all these things, know that it is near even at the door's. Verily I say unto you, This generation shall not pass till all these things be fulfilled. Heaven and earth shall pass away, but my words shall not pass away. But of that day and hour knoweth no man, no, not the angels of heaven, but my Father only. But as the days of Noah were, so shall also the coming of the Son of Man be. For as in the days that were before the flood, they were eating and drinking, marrying and giving in marriage, until the day that Noah entered into the ark, and knew not until the flood came, and took them all away, so shall also the coming of the Son of Man be. Then shall two be in the field, the one shall be taken, and the other left. Two women shall be grinding at the mill, the one shall be taken, and the other left. Watch therefore, for ye know not what hour your Lord doth come, but know this, that if the goodman of the house had known in what watch the thief would come, he would have watched, and would not have suffered his house to be broken up. Therefore, be ye also ready, for in such an hour as ye think not the Son of Man cometh. God said Matthew twenty four twenty one. For then shall be great tribulation, such as was not since the beginning of the world to this time, no, nor ever shall be. God said Revelation sixteen thirteen through sixteen, and I saw three unclean spirits like frogs, come out of the mouth of the dragon, and out of the mouth of the beast, and out of the mouth of the false prophet. For they are the spirits of devils, working miracles, which go forth unto the kings of the earth and of the whole world, to gather them to battle of that great day of God Almighty. Behold, I come as a thief. Blessed is he that watcheth and keepeth his garments, lest he walk naked and they see his shame. And he gathered them together into a place called in the Hebrew tongue, Armageddon. Man said, These doomsday prophets make me laugh. There is no end of the world and certainly no judgment day. Now you have the record.